Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth, may or not be funny, rude, or downright stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the China Jedi Podcast, Episode Seven. We're recording live from Huafa Sixty Eight, sitting above the beautiful Pagoda Lake on a Sunday morning, situated in a galaxy far, far away, in the heart of Zhuhai City, mainland China, nestled between Hong Kong and Almen. I'm your host. Coast and host, Chris J. Bradshaw, <laughs> yeah. and my co-host. Hosting along with the host, me, As Anthony Bentonobi. Anthony Bentonobi, um, some might say. Today we have our another special guest, Anthony, none other than... Ryan Chambers. Ryan Delboy Chambers. <laughs> it is again a great honour to have you as our special guest. Me. Yeah. Lovely. Welcome. Yeah, chuck your jacket over there and Good call you. some sound vibes. <laughs> So, um, Brian, let's quickly uh, listen a, a bit about yourself, your story. Yeah. Uh, if you can tell our listeners where you're from and uh, what brought you to China. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, my name's Ryan Chambers. I'm from England, and I've been in China, I think, it was eight years, eight years now, or seven years. This might be going into my eighth year now. Mm. And uh, I came to China because seven years ago I wanted to go travelling. Um, and the job I was in back in England, I couldn't save enough money and go travelling. My brother was living in Korea, and yeah, he was he was teaching English over there. So I decided to kind of do the same. Yeah. Okay. What? What? Did you come straight to Zhuhai or? No. Um, I did a I, I did a four month internship in Beijing, and yeah, just kind of with, my, with a company or yeah, with a company. What, uh, what company was that? It's Eye to Eye. It's just a. It's a teaching teaching English uh, internship program okay. you go on. Okay, so, yeah. so you started in Beijing and then of course you're based in Zhuhai now. Yeah. Um, so what brought you down to the sunny climes of the south? Well, that's, um, yeah, what brought me here. I, I just really wanted to kind of move away from Beijing really and, uh, you know, living in Beijing it's really smoggy and busy and I used to have to travel a long time to go to work and Zhuhai was such a good location you know for traveling um beijing gets a bit stressful doesn't it yeah for Often. sure it's so sure. big so many people so many cars yeah i managed two years there two yeah, yeah i was there for three years but like waking up in the morning opening the <clears> curtains and it's just like it's just white outside and then you got to 
go and get the subway for 45 minutes or whatever. The subway's crazy yeah. as well, isn't it? It's so hectic. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was, uh, I mean, this was quite a few years ago when we first met. I remember when I was working in a, a kindergarten at the time for my visa and um, all sorts of things. My son was first born and I remember walking uh, past a classroom and some guy was doing a demo class, jumping up and down like a animal that had just got out of his cage <laughs> and I subsequently found out that that was you. Oh right. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, You're an animal aren't you? <laughs> my, um, my demo class actually I forgot the words to Old MacDonald had a farm halfway through. <laughs> like, As you like, possibly do. <laughs> was it that song? I can't anyway. So I, what did Old MacDonald have on his farm? I then? can't remember probably an elephant or something. No I, I just got <laughs> stumped and then I just put my hands up and looked at the teachers that were watching me. I was like I don't, I don't know if I want to do this because there's like 30 kids in the classroom and I'd never had 30 kids in a class. When I was in Beijing, I only had 10 kids in a class. And I just, you know. Yeah, well, and of course, you're still at school, yeah? Yeah, still in Yeah. Um, and you're, well, you, so you're, you're an English teacher there. Yeah. And now, yeah, have been... Well, yeah, um, I applied for the job for head teacher, so... so yeah, I, Got that one, yeah. Oh, wow, you're a head teacher now. What, one of them, yeah, there's like three of us. Oh, that cool. And he's, yeah, he's going for the Principalate next, uh, next year. <laughs> yeah. the principal For, of the school. What, what yeah, age kids possible. are you teaching at the moment? Kate, Kate, yeah. Kate that, so that's like six, six, year old. six years old. Yeah, that's the... Ryan, on China Jedi, anything's possible. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us out a bit, because obviously we've got a, a little bit of uh, a connection here. Um, we, we Tell us what else you do in um, in your time in, uh, in Zhuhai, apart from teaching, of course. Well, yeah, in in my free time, I'm also doing extra teaching. But then, but you like in to, my real free time, you like to blow long wooden lo- things, don't you? Long bits of wood. You yeah. like to blow hard, wood. among other things, which means <laughs> harmonicas. And <laughs> you are a bit of a blower. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, obviously, I love playing music and you know recording music and and a didgeridoo. Know. Oh yeah, the, the long wooden thing is a didgeridoo, by the way. The, yeah, yeah, for the listeners. <laughs> They're concerned about our guest. Well, and I've heard you're in a pretty cool band. I yeah. didn't tell us yeah. about that. The lead singer's a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, he's a bit <laughs> of a pain. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've heard, yeah. Yeah, so obviously a lot of uh, my free time, we do uh, stuff for the Sun Yet Sens. Um, and yeah, obviously as you know, we're recording YouTube. stuff. Sun Yet Sens. Uh, it's a bit weird if you didn't know that. So I'm your, so I'm your groupie today then. Yeah. Do I have to throw my underwear at you? You are, oh, you, are, you are the most <laughs> you're the most ugliest groupie I've ever come in front yeah, of. Yeah. Um, the hairiest. Not what you said last night. <laughs> so um, <laughs> shall we? Uh, before we move on, um, Ryan, yeah. uh, just to the listeners, you've been in China for a while now. Where would you recommend to go in China if you know someone's new to China or they've been in China, they haven't been to many places? Where, where's your favourite place in China so far? Um, well, whenever people come to visit me in China, I always take them to Yangshuo. Um, I like Yangshuo. Yeah, it's just, it's my favourite place. There's, you know, some, there's a little route I know with empty roads and you just hire a motorbike and you're just surrounded by 360 Really cool limestone mountains. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Do you remember when we went there to play at that festival and, um... We found out it was a festival for caravans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it was a really cool festival, which I thought we were playing at. 
and then they took and, us round to the other side. Oh, we're not playing there. That was an interesting. Really, it did turn out to be awesome. China. Yeah, but a surprise. Yeah, not really. A country you associate with caravans. It might not have been ca- it might just camp in like tents or something. No, no I mean, Sun Yat-sen as a music is not something we associate with caravanners either. But, you know, it's always <laughs> yeah, good new audiences. Absolutely. What, what, what kind of people were there then? Was it lots of oldies, lots of young folks, or what? Just, just oh, families? To be quite honest, it might have been a new thing because there weren't many caravans at the caravan <laughs> festival. <laughs> Perhaps they heard the Sun Yat-sen's were coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we and did went make... to the other festival, the good one. We, we we did make a noise, and on that note, um, Anthony, I think it's time to get stuck in to Sunday morning question of the week. Sunday morning. So our question for you, Ryan, Anthony, and um, perhaps I get to um, give my answer on this as well, oh, although I've never asked for it. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The question is, for this Sunday, do you believe in the existence of aliens or ETs? Do you believe in the existence of aliens or ETs? What a marvellous question for a Sunday well, morning. Well, I believe yeah. in the existence it's of ETs. I saw the movie, movie, so you can't deny that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the movie's real. <laughs> Clever clogs. Basically, you are right, story. <clears throat> so, OK, we know we're talking about someone uh, or, or beings that are aren't living perhaps on this planet, but on other planets that may have come here or may not have come here, maybe watching or doing many things, having a cup of tea and listening to China Jedi podcast. What's your take on this, uh, Ryan? Ryan, um, I, think, I think we might be sitting across from an alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, very, I, I'm very open to the idea that there could be, I think, um, if we say aliens don't exist, we're being... Really nice. Not aliens, but like something else, maybe. I think to deny the existence, yeah. flat out, when you haven't of seen there possibly being something is almost a little bit ridiculous. There's no way you can deny it. I mean, you can't obviously say it exists either, but this universe is massive. Yeah. We're one tiny little speck in this huge revolving blob of mass yeah. throughout the universe, you know. There's, the odds are that there could be something out there, but for people that just flat out deny it, I don't understand how they can do that. You know, they just can't fathom the idea. Of course, you can't yeah, confirm you can. it one hundred percent, but you know, you can't also deny it. I don't think so. There's the possibilities there. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I think if you, from my perspective, if you dig deeper um, and do research, and as I say, get off your ass and, and look into these things, there is a lot of information out there um, to dig into, and you know. Truth with no proof, I would say, is probably far from the point on this question. I think there could be a lot of proof that could go either way for each side of the argument. Mm. One thing that you did say was that we're in a, what is it, a blob? We're in a blob of what? A great big uh, blob of mass. Yeah, what they call space, aren't they? Spizzing round. <clears throat> no, that's not space. I mean, like, literally, we are made of mass. There's all sorts of huge... Blobs of mass whizzing around the universe, right? The planets, the sun. Well, well and, and exactly in that, and that's the point <clears throat> I wanted to, to, yeah. to garner up here, because really, we don't actually really even know if that's true. So my, my point on this would be question everything, listeners. Oh, yeah. um, now we're talking perception of life. Well, because we're talking... We talk- could go off on a crazy tangent well, well, no, here. No, because let's look at everything we've learned, Anthony. We only really know what we've been taught Top. from, from a young age, yeah, young age, from our parents, from our school. The fact that we've been told the Earth is round is something maybe we should even look at. The fact that we revolve around this big sun is something maybe we should even look at. Do we have proof? You'd say yes. I'd say, what's your proof? You'd say, well, we were told it at school in those books by all those experts. So I'm just 
say and question everything. Um, my, po- my answer to this question is, um, do you believe in the existence of aliens or ETs? I would have to agree with both of you here. I'd have to say you can't deny it. I think there's probably a big case to suggest that there are other things out there, maybe even walking around us now as we speak. Anyway, I think that's a point for another day. Yeah, a mm. deep one. Absolutely. That could stretch on for a long convo, for sure. <laughs> I tell you, I've been walking around this fine planet of ours, and I'm sure I've seen a lot of what I would call non-human beings. Yeah, there's a lot of Especially people in the way some people act. Question why <laughs> believe in aliens sometimes. Yes, indeed. So, um, okay, great. Thanks for that. That gets us started, no. doesn't it? Chinese no. hairdressers, for starters. Some of the haircuts they have, they've got to be aliens. Yeah. You don't need to go for a haircut anymore, do you, Matty? <laughs> no, it's all shaken. Go for a beard, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's time for my favourite... Guess who? We've got to remember. So guess who? We're going to try and guess this famous Chinese person. I'm going to give you some clues. I always give you more than enough clues to come up with the right answer. Clearly you don't give me enough clues. I've got some of the others on the other casts. I don't think I'm going to get this one. Oh, you've got some others on the other ones, yeah? What was the one you got? Kung Fu Panda? (laughs) Um, Was it uh, Fon Bing Bing? Oh, you got her? I got her. And, And I didn't finish another pod. Um, I can't remember who it was with, my, uh, but I, I think, did you have one, Dong Xiaoping? Deng Xiaoping, yes, yeah, yeah, we yeah. did have Deng Xiaoping. I didn't finish that one, so I didn't know if that was the answer. That, no. was, that was correct. Yeah, okay, cool. You can still listen to the final part of the podcast, even though right, you know yeah. it now. But. Well, I hope <laughs> yeah. the listeners are listening to these in chronological order and you're not screwing up all the answers. Oh, well, that's no. very true. Well done, Anthony. Yes. Yes. I didn't you say the something. Yes. Um, okay, well, anyway, let's get stuck in then with this person for this week's pod, Um, Here are some of the clues. This person was born in October, the 10th of October, 1966. So she's aged 50. Oh, it's a she. It's a she. (laughs) Um, Okay, no, I'll just give it to you then, shall I? Uh, She was born in Chengdu, Sichuan province. She's five foot three. She's a wee baron. Yeah. And, she's Scottish, uh, Scottish Chinese. She's she's a Scottish Chinese. And she's a Libra horse. Okay, Libra horse. Awesome clues. (laughs) <laughs> now, as I said, she was born in Chengdu, People's Republic of China. Her father, Ryan, was a musician in the People's Liberation Army. He didn't play didgeridoos. And <laughs> later, he was a music teacher. Her mother was a dancer, stage actress, and a literature teacher in Sichuan University. And she's got some creative genes in her, this, uh, mm. this person. Um, she's described herself as a very shy child who found that she expressed herself the best through acting and performing. Hmm. Right. You've got something to say there. No, 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 oh, okay. I'm, not. I'm looking at you like just If you do those, <laughs> don't shout it out though, because we'll come back to this I at the end, as, as, know, as you yeah. know. In 1978, Anthony, after graduating from high school, she passed the People's Liberation Army's exams, mm, I wonder what those exams entail, and became an artist soldier in Ninchi Prefecture, Tibet. Her main activity there was entertaining in the musical theatre. She also served briefly as an army nurse, and later stated that during her time in Tibet, she, along with other female performers, were regularly plied with alcohol and sexually abused by older male officers, including one instance of rape that led to a pregnancy which she was forced to terminate with an abortion. Oh, crime's terrible. She cites this period of sexual abuse for her subsequent struggles with alcohol addiction. Subsequently, she spent some time in a mental hospital. Poor lady. Soon after her release from the hospital in 1981... The year Bob Marley died and um, someone was born also. Um, (laughs) She joined People's Art Theatre of Chengdu and became a professional actress. Her performance as a young man in the stage play Yue 
That's it, Yue Chin. And Little Tiger drew the attention of movie director Teng Wenji, which gained her her first movie role in On the Beach, which was released in 1985. She was a, acting as a man on the beach. Okay. Uh, oh, no, no, I've got that wrong. She was that's a village what, girl. That's, 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 what, that's what Chris Chinese tries to do movie. when he goes on holiday. On the, on the beach, is that... A, a, she starred in a Western movie? Or... Don't ask too many questions, Ryan. Yes, this, I this, this, this here was, she was a village girl who became a factory worker and struggled against her father's will for her to marry her cousin. That was the, the storyline for that. Okay. Now, in later years, this is good, she appeared in several movies. She temporarily moved to New York in 91 to attend New York University's film department as a visiting scholar, but later obtained a special visa that allowed her to remain in the USA until she became a citizen there in 1999. She has thus become a Chinese-American actress known for her work in films such as... Crash the Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Wrong, Anthony. <laughs> okay. For, known for her work in films such as The Crow, Red Corner... Oh. That's not Red October. Yeah. Red Corner, Crank, High Voltage, Free oh. Extremes, Wild Wild West, Anna and the King, and Southland Tales, as well as TV shows including Entourage and Lost. Oh, what's her name? She's really hot. In very, Lost. I have to say, um, you know, coming from a man's perspective, she's very beautiful. She is indeed. Yeah. Um, some of her famous quotes... To lick your lips. Yeah. Sex is the best high. <laughs> it's better... I like her even more now. <laughs> yeah. It's better than any drug. I want to die making love because it feels so good. And her, this is another Where one. Why did she say that? I went to South Africa on safari and came eye to eye with a beautiful leopard. We were so close. I was staring at him for a long time and I felt a recognition with my own nature. <laughs> Sexual wild cat. Hmm. Any clues? Uh, any I, mean, kind I, I, of... I, I, I can even see her in my head. Oh, I, I bet you can, Anthony. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I have the image in my oh, head, no. but originally I thought it was somebody else. Um, and then when you said Lost... That's a good one, huh? Lost. Because... I haven't watched did it. Did play the... Do I, can I, I ask questions now? Yeah, you can. I mean, I, I've never seen Lost, so I'm not going to be able to help you, but maybe yeah. Anthony can. Well, see, because the, there was two Koreans... At, See, I don't, I don't think it's, Korean. If it's I don't, I don't think it remember a Chinese Korean girl. If it is, then but did I'm, she play a Korean person? No, no, I know what so you're saying. So I don't saying. remember seeing a Chinese person. But I, if it's her, then no, I don't either. No. Well, this is a good one, isn't it? Yeah, you know, get thinking, and we'll come to it, it in the end. Because if you were going to say Charlie's Angels, I thought I was going to have it, <laughs> but now you didn't say that. Or something. The person in Charlie's Angels was Lucy, Lucy Liu. Liu. Yeah. yeah so okay. Yes, I can scratch that one off. <laughs> okay. Uh, well. Uh, keep thinking, it's time for Dway Ba Dway. Because this is just the way it's meant to be. Dway Ba Dway then. Correct. Not correct. Anthony, sorry. Still to not get one right. Um, I'm not Ryan. sure I agree with this rule where we can't have separate answers. Why do we have to group up with a guest? <laughs> it's only a game. Um, so, okay, so you need to choose false yeah. or, 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 or not false um, to a <laughs> fact I'm going to give you, but you both must come to an agreement with the same oh, so This answer. is the rules he's coming up with. Okay. It's not my rules, he doesn't, Anthony. Doesn't it's want our, to get it's, lost. Yeah. it's our Dalauban. Okay. Um, okay, are we ready? Here we go then. Yeah, Here is the interesting fact. Is it true or a load of rubbish? I was going to say cobblers. Um, here we go. Eggs boiled in the urine of young virgin boys is considered a delicacy 
in certain areas of China. I've heard this. Eggs boiled in the urine of young virgin boys is considered a delicacy in certain areas of China. How surprising, listeners, that Anthony may have heard of this one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about something to get rid of the well, germs in his mouth. <laughs> first urine, egg I tried. My urine was very potent and powerful and <laughs> yeah. very popular with the locals. Excuse me, young man, can I boil yeah. my eggs in your pee? <laughs> this is so, when you were a young virgin boy, was it? Exactly, <laughs> when I came to China. Yeah. Know, judging by Anthony's reaction, that he knows it. Can well, I just say something, Ryan? Yeah. Anthony has never got one of these right, <laughs> so be very careful on what you believe him to be okay. thinking. Well, I, I kind of have, but you've been tricky with, or the research has been tricky with the numbers, and just like, <laughs> it's been true or false, yeah. but just a, little a bit slight off. adjustment like on the fact. orgasm. Yeah, exactly. I, For I example, knew, it lasted 30 minutes, not 15 minutes, so... Who would have thought it would have lasted 30, though? Let's be honest. I was yeah. helping you there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, in China there are a lot of... Strange, strange customs. Um, yeah, customs that they have. So, mm, I, this is rather strange, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. In pee, Ryan, would you eat your egg that had been peed on by a virgin boy? I, I mean, what, what are you going to get from is it that? Like a, is it a chicken egg, a quail egg? Not that, <laughs> that makes any difference. But is that the kind of thing we're talking about? Is, that's a very good question. Because maybe we've eaten it and don't even know it. We've got those old eggs, haven't you? Those rather black ones. Those black ones. <laughs> I'd be worried about the little tea, boy. Is it really tea? Are black. they really tea eggs? Are they pea eggs? <laughs> um, tea pea eggs. Well, I'm glad you're, you're discussing this in a sophisticated manner, both of you. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Is it, is it true? Well, yeah. as we have to agree, and Anthony's reaction earlier, I'm going to have to agree with Anthony, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I did read about it somewhere. It's very strange. Well, are you, I mean, Ryan being the, the guest, Anthony, the special guest, I think yeah. we should listen to what he thinks first, and then if it's possibly true, then you could come on, you know, come together and team up on this. I'll say it one more time. Eggs boiled in the urine of young virgin boys is considered a delicacy in certain areas of China. Is that true or false? Ryan, what do you think? Anthony will follow. <laughs> oh, man. I, I am... It's so hard to believe that. Uh, I don't know. It can't. It can't be true. It can't be true. So you're going for false. I reckon. I reckon it can't be true. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to. Are we allowed to? Are we allowed to? No. Can we swear on this and just say it's absolute bull? We can piss on this. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I can't know. Well, if we have to agree. Okay. I think it's true, but you want to say false, so it's, you're the guest of honour. Yeah. I shall follow it, it, you. No, it's... No, but, the, but... Okay, so we're going for false. Yeah? Ryan is. No, you, you, have, <laughs> you to, have to... You agree, have to agree, Anthony. You have to come in on this, Anthony, or you can't. Ow, ow, <laughs> ow, my arm. Stop twisting my arm. Ow. Right. Okay, 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 false. Okay. <laughs> ow. Don't, don't piss on ow. your chips. Yeah. Okay, here we go then. Eggs boiled in the urine of young virgin boys is considered a delicacy in certain areas of China. It is absolutely true! Oh, <laughs> see, twist my arm. He uses like telepathic I know it's true because I've read about it. Anthony, there's a moral to this story. I think you need to stick to your guns. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. <laughs> okay, listeners, let's move on to China Jedi topic time. Ting badong. You got it, Okay, so it's topic time, people. Um, we've had a, 
If it's a boring question, I think it's a good question. I, I just do what our researchers tell us to do. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to soak in the corner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure we've got some, a lot of input on this question, though, Anthony. Okay, this uh, question has come apparently from a Mr. Jack Meoff from Beijing, a foreigner living in Beijing. Yeah. And um, Jack <laughs> says, Why do so many foreigners find it so difficult to learn Chinese? Why do so many foreigners find it so difficult to learn Chinese? Right. Now, we've got some... I'm sitting in front of some very good Chinese speakers, um, especially yourself, um, Mr. Chambers. So, what do you think about this? Do you think it's true, or where do you come in on this? Um, well, I feel like um, a lot of people that come to China, they've got... They come to China for many different reasons. Yeah. And, you know, when we were a kid at school... You know, we have to do our second language at school. And yeah, and it's very rarely Chinese, is it? it? It's very rarely. I think they're even doing <laughs> it's, 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 it's changing uh, now. It's popular but now, yeah. You get your French, your German. Yeah. yeah. So, Spanish. I mean, I did German, and I don't Me remember too. a thing about it. But I, I remember, remember like little bits, but... And Schuldigum. Yeah. Which In my school, they taught French, gone. but if you were naughty, you got sent to the Spanish class, so I did <laughs> Spanish. Or <laughs> Latin after school. Ugh. <laughs> no. Useful, though. But, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people come to China with this, like, uh, preconceived idea that language is too hard to learn. I mean, in England, we everybody pretty much speaks English. You go to another country and people speak English. Yeah. A lot of English people, you know, we are very lucky not to really have to learn another language because it's a very international language. So, like I said, a lot of people come with this preconceived idea that oh, I can't I can't learn another language. Um Poison chalice, so, then, really, isn't it? Because the fact that we're native in English is mm -hmm. a great thing, but also, in this sense, can be yeah. a disadvantage. Because we come English, native English speaking countries, we are very lazy with language. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of people maybe think. And, and we're in a. It's a minority because most nations speak more than one language. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And they, I read about uh, human history as well, and it used to be very common for all people to speak more than one language. Yeah, because you think about traders back in you know a thousand years ago when they were having to travel through several different countries, they mm. had to they had to speak several different tongues. Otherwise, yeah, how would you have communicated? I, I mean, I, I, with the advent of technology and the information age, I'm waiting for one of those multilingual translators that I can just put in my ear and well, speak the, anything I want to. Or like Star Trek, <laughs> yeah. you just speak into it and it comes out yeah. another language. I kind Imagine. of don't want it to become that easy though, because I kind of like. Really? I mean, imagine going to a nightclub at one of those. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so Ryan, um, is it difficult? Uh, why do foreigners find it so difficult? You, you've uh, not found it so difficult. But well, your, no, no, give me no, your experience, yeah. So, like I said, I originally came to China on a four-month internship, and I had no intern intent to learn Chinese. And I was one of those foreigners that came to China with that idea. So I, oh, I'll never be able to, never be able to speak Chinese, ever. Um, and... You know, I, before I came to China, I was trying to learn things like, oh, ni hao, xie xie, mm. all these little things, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't get it. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, if you, if you come here and you're, and you're practicing and you're using the language, then, you know, you can, you can overcome that. I think it sure. depends on your circumstances. When a lot of foreigners come here and they come with their foreign company, mm. And they've got all their life set up for them before they even get here. You know, they've given them an apartment, their job, yeah. their, a girlfriend, their car to rent. Yeah, probably. And they get here and they're immersed in a more foreign environment. Mm. 
Whereas people that come here, like I went to Beijing, I had no preconceptions of what was going to happen at all when I came here. I didn't even think about learning Chinese. Mm. And when I came here, I dived into a job where I was surrounded by Chinese, no yeah. foreigners. Yeah. So I had to, I literally had to speak Chinese. Otherwise mm. I was talking to no one. Chinese but, or Beijing Hua. Oh yeah. Learning any language, it's all about, um, you know, the need to, it's all about need to learn and, you know, you need it to survive. And so when you come to China, not a lot of people do speak um, English. Or maybe they do because the population is so big, obviously. Not in Zhuhai, though, yeah. We it's, not it's not a big city. In general, it's a percentage, yeah, it's a small percentage of people, I think. Yeah. When I was in Beijing, there was a lot of stuff I really wanted to do by myself. I didn't want to keep troubling Chinese people. I was like, oh, can you help me go and do this, do this, do this? And I remember this one time, um, I wanted to move out my house and move into another apartment um, with my friends and the... Uh, the agent said, oh yeah, you can, you can move out at the end of the month. And so I did, and I found a new apartment. And then when I found this new apartment, she hadn't found someone to move into my apartment. So then she wouldn't give me my 10,000 RMB deposit back. Mm. So obviously I was fuming about that. And I went to all my Chinese friends like, how do I say this? How do I say this? And I went to that agency and you know i had a, a microphone in my pocket as well and i wanted to record what she was saying and what i was saying because she did say oh, i'll give you your deposit back but yeah i i i learned all this chinese before and it was very stuttery at the yeah, time yeah. but that's how you got to learn first you got to put yourself in these situations and stutter and you know maybe it's not clear at first but it eventually so <sighs> Like I said, I learned conflict similar to you, conflict yeah. Chinese or conflict resolution Chinese. When you deal, when you're faced with a situation yeah. that you have to deal with in yeah. a China where no one speaks English, you have to learn the Chinese yeah. to deal with that situation. Yeah, and that, that's definitely from one perspective. I mean, you know very well how to speak to police officers, don't you? <laughs> you're fluent police officer Chinese. Um, but okay, let's break Chinese down a bit then, because it's very different from the um, English language, of course, where we come from. You've got the characters, otherwise known as, as Hansa, mm -hmm. and then you've got the fact that you've got tones um, yeah. as well. It's four tones, of course. Yeah. Um, so that adds some mix. But believe it or not, now talk about the characters a minute, Ryan, because you're pretty proficient at characters now as well. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm okay with it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, okay, used, yeah. I, I'm learning a, a, a few as, as we go, yeah. step by step, as they say, ibu ibu lai. Um, <laughs> but apparently there are apparently over 80, apparently there are apparently there are apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently over 80,000 Chinese characters, which can seem pretty intimidating. Yeah. Now, luckily, you only need to know 3,500, luckily, <laughs> in standard Chinese. This might seem a lot, but you can actually get away with only a thousand of the yeah. most frequent characters and still read almost 90% of publications, okay? You can hear, I'm coming from a bit of a positive angle here, listeners. This makes it a lot less scary. Um, once you start learning the characters, like any vocabulary, you just have to practice, 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 practice in Chinese, lian shi, mm -hmm. yeah? Okay, lian shi, lian shi, lian shi. Now, what about tones? Modern Mandarin is a tonal language, um, meaning that obviously it changes its meaning based on how you pronounce it. Four tones, as we said. Now, apparently, Ron, there are limited, <laughs> some fantastic stuff from my researchers, limited number of sounds in Chinese. Limited amount of sounds. Approximately only 1,200 syllables. Yes, and that includes the tones. Um, does that sound like a lot? That, what was the number? 1,200. It actually is far fewer than English, yeah, yeah. which has over 8,000 syllables. So if you can handle 8,000 in English, surely 1,200 isn't so bad 
for yeah. another language entirely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, the best part about learning Chinese is the grammar also. Remember, learning French and German yeah. and, um, and English. It's very straightforward for English speakers Chinese. Most sentence structures are similar to English. And to help simplify things even more, they have no verb conjugations, declinations, or hardly any inflections at all. So put simply, no irregular verbs, no verb tables, no noun plurals, no gendered parts of speeches, or worrying about agreements. This could be a song run. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that, that is true, actually. If you, can, if you were to say to, let's bring in a third language, let's say you were Spanish and you were trying to learn English or Chinese, apparently English is a lot more difficult. Yeah, you know, Chinese is a, is a really logical language. When, yeah. you, when you break it down, you don't have all these little words in between. Um, you know. I call it Tarzan language. Well, I, I call we it, go eat. Yeah, that's, I like that. I call it fast food language because it is really... It's, it's I think to the point. It's probably the most efficient, effective language out there. And it probably will... Well, it's the most well-spoken now in the world, isn't yeah. it? It probably will become... I mean, this is bizarre to say, but the first language of the world at some point soon. I don't think so. They're travelling a lot now. Only because I recently did like uh, some research on this, and um, if you bring into it science and everything like that, and global communication with more complicated things, Mandarin is not actually that efficient. Not, mm. not as much as Latin and because English. Because business is. and everything coming up in the future, Chinese are real, really growing. Well, yeah, you're talking, you're talking strictly numbers, though. Like, yeah. will the number of people speaking Mandarin, you know, way outweigh the number of English, and therefore it will take precedence? I mean, that's that's another yeah. way of looking well, at it. But as far as efficiency of language, I think. English is more Well, can efficient. we all agree then, as of course living in this lovely country, it is a hell of an advantage to learn some of the lingo here. Mm. Of course, depending where you are, if you're down south, Guangdonghua, but Mandarin, of course, Putonghua uh, is the one that I certainly go for. Um, just This is quite interesting, this stat. To become fluent in Putonghua, um, experts mm -hmm. estimate that it will take, get this, 2,200 class hours. 2,200 class hours. Now, if you're like me and you're into stats and you like to organise things in your life, hear me out. If you put the rest of your life on hold and <laughs> focused only on studying Chinese Mandarin at five hours of practice a day, God, could you imagine? It would take you 88 weeks. Lucky for some, huh? Chinese number eight. 88 yeah. weeks. And so at my current pace, that would take me around 42 years. <laughs> So if we're still doing the podding in 42 years, Anthony, we can do it fluent in Mandarin together. I think together. the best teacher is need and necessity. If you want to learn Chinese, go and find a Chinese girlfriend that speaks yeah. zero English. Or a Chinese boyfriend, Anthony. Oh, that's <laughs> a good point. And yes, from that, you young ladies. let's learn Sorry, a bit girls. of Chinese. It's jingle jangle, John Wen time. I wanted to make it real simple. Okay, so Jingle Jangle John Wen, we have a very proficient speaker of Mandarin, Putonghua, in our studio <laughs> today. Ryan, I give it uh, up yeah. to you. Can you teach us and our listeners a few interesting Chinese tidbits? Okay, so um, I thought I'd bring you guys a couple of sayings. Um, and then, and I, I want you guys to try and guess, because it's only four words. Lovely. So, uh, <coughs> Dwayne Yu Tan Qin. 
There's four. There's four words there. Can you guess? Oh, sorry, was that it? Was it? That's it. Oh, sorry. I thought Dwayne, you had a scratch from your leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say that again, please. Dwayne, you Tanjin. Okay, Dwayne, you. And also, my tones aren't going to be perfect. There, just it's another. Hey, fuck the tones. Dwayne, you Tanjin. Dwayne, you Tanjin. Okay, so can we say Dwayne? Are we coming in with correct? Um, like is that right? Char- is that character? But, but that it's not that meaning. It's not that meaning. That Fantastic. Yeah, hey. So, just to make it even more simpler. So, Dwayne Ni Tan Chin. Does that mean Tan. I'd like a hamburger with cheese? <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Dwayne... If your girl's right, the money will roll in. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, okay, let's start with the, the second character then. So, Dwayne Ni Okay, new. Oh, new as in cow. Yeah, okay, so okay, you got cow. Dwayne Ni Yeah. So, yeah. Tan... Dwayne as in correct? You, you should know Tan... Yes, it's um, tang guitar. Yeah, cool. So, so play, you so play, so cow play, yeah, or or so strum, yeah, strum the cow and get pure cream. you <laughs> tension. Okay, so uh, we've got cow and we've got to play chin, not kiss. Chin, chin, no, 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 chin. Well, you 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 said it a second ago. Play. Oh, s- guitar. Not strum. That, not that instrument. Think of another what another musical strum, instrument. Strum you know? your girlfriend. <laughs> or your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, How do you strum? Strum? No. What about? Do we play do you know this what instrument? Is? Do we play that in in the no. sense? No, no, no. no you don't really help me here, right? No. Um, okay, chin. Gung chin is a piano. Ah, gung chin. Okay, gung so we've chin. got piano, we've got play, we've got cow, and the first one we haven't it's, got at the moment is dway. So it doesn't mean correct, but maybe I could say, ah, what do I mean? How pang yo? Okay. So, meet the cow? So, give us a situation uh, when you're out there practically and you would say this. When you'd um, say this. Idiom. Yeah. You would say this to someone if they are just, if it's the wrong audience you're talking to, you'd be like, so that literally, it, it, Dwayne, you attention. You're playing. Oh, I think I've heard this before. So you're you're, you're playing. Um, it's something wrong, like you're um, playing to the cows. You're, you're playing, playing to the wrong like, audience. You're playing, playing to the wrong audience. Like doing this is like playing a piano to a cow or something. Yes, yeah, like uh, you're playing to the wrong audience. It's Dwayne, you attention. It's, like, it's like the literal meaning is. Uh, it's, it's like a cow it's like playing us, the piano like something. us saying you're talking like talking to you is like talking to yeah. a brick wall yeah yeah. for yeah. example it's much, just, yeah. there's no point in even yeah. having this conversation exactly. with them because they're just okay. so it's not yeah. going to accept what you're saying or they're not, not gonna, taking not it gonna in be able or they're comprehend. not going to listen yeah doing you tension it's like playing music to a cow yeah doing you tension in Japan the Kobe beef they play meditation music. Apparently, it softens the meat and gives it a more yummy Yeah, well, again, this is like brings into certain human perspectives of animals, doesn't it? And what we think they can comprehend and cannot comprehend. So. Yes, well, let's perspective that <laughs> off, Anthony. Um, quickly then, Ryan, yeah, yeah. There's, there's four um, characters there. So, Dwayne Nyu Tan Chin. Um, what are the tones? Dwayne. Dwayne Nyu Tan Chin. Okay, so that's what Fourth tone, Dwayne. Dwayne Nyu. Second tone, I get. New. I think Tan. first one is fourth, and then the next three is second. But okay. I mean, if, if, I'm wrong, up, <laughs> if I'm wrong, like, please comment and correct me. I, I'm not great with the tones, I speak quite fast. Yes, Chinese listeners, write in and vehemently that, express your you, you, you've anger. You've said this Ryan. many times. 
Calm yourself down, <laughs> Anthony Obi-Wan Kenobi Obi. Um, you have said you focus a lot more on the, on knowing the characters and, and the meanings and, and the words and, and focus yeah. later on the tones, yeah, because in context, most people can get what you're saying, yeah. yeah. So don't go too over the top on, oh, I don't know the tones I, I at the beginning, think, right? Yeah. So that's what you would say. But, yeah. I mean, but, okay. Uh, real Chinese speakers will probably disagree with me, but that's, you know. Hey, you're real enough. Um, okay, give us that again then one more time, Ryan. Duen Yu Tanjin. Duen Yu Tanjin. Duen Yu Tanjin. And I hope that's not the case with us speaking to our lovely listeners um, out there. Okay, um, let's move on. Thank you very much. Hey, it's time for the... Thank you, thank you very flush. <laughs> Dear, I don't know what to say to that. Um, right, off we go then to... I even got where we're off to at the moment. You've made me flush. Um, the great joke of Jongwa. Okay, so it's joke time. Not that we probably need it. We're having quite a giggle here as it is. Um, okay, we're ready for, for this week's joke. Absolutely. Here we go. I tell you what, Anthony. I think research should say, "Oh, what you said a joke." You should probably do it at some point. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, okay, yeah, no that's problem. a bloody good little chat. I don't mind doing that. Okay, here we go. An Italian, an Englishman, and a Chinese fellow were hired at a construction site. The foreman pointed out a huge pile of sand and told the Italian guy, you're in charge of sweeping. To the Englishman, he said, you're in charge of shoveling. And to the Chinese guy, you're in charge of supplies. Okay, got that so far? Right. He then said, now, I have to leave for a little while. I expect you guys to make a dent in that pile over there. Okay, get to work. The foreman went away for a couple of hours, and when he returned, the pile of sand was untouched. Hmm. He asked the Italian, why didn't you sweep any of it? The Italian replied, I no have no broom. Uh, you said that to a Chinese fellow, he was in charge of supplies, but he has <laughs> disappeared, and I know could have find him nowhere. <laughs> then the, 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 foreman, <laughs> the foreman turned to the Englishman and said, and you? I thought I told you to shovel this pile. The Englishman replied, Well, yes, you did, but I couldn't find myself a shovel. You left a Chinese chap in charge of supplies, but I couldn't find him either. Hmm. The foreman was obviously really angry by now and stormed off towards the pile of sand to look for the Chinese guy. Just then, the Chinese guy jumped out from behind the pile of sand and yelled, Supplies! <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, that was not bad. That's uh, that's a good one. Thank you. Um, yes, researchers there, oh, they're smiling away as always. Under Anthony. Okay, very good. That was the great joke of Chocolate. Hey, Jedi Sith of the week. Oh, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, we chat, me. So, Jedi Sith of the week. Good person, good thing, good group in your life this week. Should we start with the Jedi's? I like starting with the Jedi's. I like ending with Jedi's because then you end with some positivity, don't you? Okay, yeah, so we absolutely. will start with the Jedi's. Um, Ryan, give us a Jedi of the week or your Jedi's. That's Sith. We're going to end oh, with the Jedi. We're end with, hang on, Sith or Jedi? Sith. I thought we just agreed to end on the positive. No, we agreed to not agree to what you agreed to. <laughs> <laughs> That means we're starting with a Sith. You were saying it was a bit hard that, to find the, the Jedi's, wasn't it? Yeah, I, just... I mean, I'm, I don't know why it's hard to 
Think of a human nature. Always easy to think of someone that's pissed you off. But I, but also at the same time, I haven't been really pissed off this week. I, you have a thing. Can't tell you one then. Right. So I have to start with a Jedi or is this? Yes, please, Anthony. Oh, yes, goodness me. If it's a police officer, I, I got uh, like we say. I recently I moved into my new apartment and the kitchen has some really strange bulbs in the overhead lighting. Really Ooh. bizarre fixture in the bulbs. So. Ooh. Couldn't find them anywhere. Bit of a fix, So I popped into it? the local shop here, and the local guy, he didn't have them in stock, but he very kindly said, um, I shall find them for you. Come back tomorrow afternoon, and I shall have your bulbs. And he did. Found me my bizarre bulbs for my kitchen, so... <laughs> there'll be light in the kitchen. So he's my Jedi, the local What's shop owner. What's his name? Mr. Huang. Mr. Huang. <laughs> Okay. Mr. Wang, as he likes. <laughs> okay, good. That's not a bad guess. Um, Mr. Huang, thank you. If you need bulbs, everyone, it could be a plug as well. Go to Mr. Huang. <laughs> um, okay, great. Uh, Ryan, are we back with the Jedi? Or uh, I'll, go, um, I'll go now while you still um, think. Um, my Jedi. Yeah. I didn't have one, actually, for the week, uh, which yeah. I felt bad about. It was going to be my bed. Um, and then, <laughs> last night... It's a vibrating bed. Last night, <laughs> the Jedi came out of the cupboard. And uh, I was in the living room oh, and my yeah. son tripped over on his elbow or something and he, I don't know, he was in a bit of pain. He couldn't use his arm. It was limping behind him. He's two years old. Jasper. His arm was limping behind him. Did he rip it off? <laughs> so I'm having a problem saying things correctly today. Yeah. Aren't I? <laughs> no, it wasn't a major injury, you know, just his arm was limping behind him. It's actually him. 8 o'clock at night or a bit drunk by the sounds of Anyway, uh, it, it seemed very similar to what happened to my son in England in the um, summer. And uh, listeners out there now, if you have a small child or even you pick up a small child with their arms and swing them around, you are making a very grave mistake. It's very easy for young boys and girls to actually dislocate their elbow. So that's what happened yesterday to my little boy. And luckily, knowing that Zach had the same problem. Your kid around no, he did this. He's round his head. He did this, he did this. party trip. <laughs> Bloody deserved it. No, no, he was on his elbows, and I wasn't there, actually. Uh, my wife was there, and um, he must have just dislocated it. It happens like that. So we took him down to the hospital, the Bathory Community Health Centre, where I used to work, yeah. where we set the clinic up. Yeah. Nice doctor was in there um, that I know, and he clicked it back into place very quickly. He didn't even charge me. That doctor, Dr. Wang, is my Jedi of the week. There we so go. everyone well done, is back Dr. to Wang. normal. Thank you very much for that. And they're open until 10 o'clock. Um, so, you know, it's a great thing for families um, if you get sick or dislocate your elbow. Are we ready? Um, yep. Yeah. So, for, for my Jedi of the week, um, I'm probably going to have to say my it's a doctor as well because my chest oh. is gradually getting better. I've been having like problems with. Yeah. It's just been killing for yeah. the last. Inside your chest or your, as your pectorals? My pectoral muscle, the ribs and everything. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, okay, you don't need to show the listeners, uh, Ryan. It's a podcast. Too many fly yeah. exercises. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't I don't even know what I did. We don't know what it was. Um, it's like four months. But anyway, I don't want to... I've been banging on about this for ages and people are probably getting annoyed about it. The girlfriend jump on you. see me having a heart me. attack like... Ugh. Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Or boyfriend, Anthony. We need to stay very, very 50-50. directly to him. I know he has a girlfriend. Right, Sif time. Um, Sifs, make this quick. <laughs> and that, that thing is pointing at Anthony, not me. Um, cycling home. Okay, this great. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. This, this um, driver on, like, no. came flying towards me. And like he, he just didn't want to stop. It was really bizarre. He like, came herring up towards me. Beep! His yeah. horn 
pulled his like stop literally an inch away from me. I'm like, whoa! Like yeah. I thought he was gonna hit me. So rather than just let me carry on, he like drove his bumper like literally into my bike slowly <laughs> and just carried on beeping his horn, like oh looking at God. me, like get out of my way, you piece of scum! This <laughs> right. is my road. Because Anthony, you should be on the pavement. It was yes. bizarre. They well, I had, to cro- I had to cross the road. <laughs> right. Law of attraction: you get what you get out. Really bizarre. <laughs> and so okay. I just gave him the finger and carried on. You know. Lovely Anthony, as always. <laughs> well, he's a Sith. He was my Sith. This crazy guy in his car that wanted to run me over for some bizarre <laughs> reason. You know, this is... Just let me cross the road. I was on a pedestrian crossing as well. Jedi Sith should allow us to be able to forgive our Siths. This is one of the reasons why we put it out there. And for all those listeners listening, you've had a bad person come to life, please think about them as being your Sith. But remember, Siths can turn to Jedis. Yeah. As Anakin didn't do. Maybe he's a very nice <laughs> guy outside of his car. Thank you, Anthony, for that. Um, still rather passionately emotional about that situation. What really happens a Ryan? lot in so I, I had one Sith, but now I've got two as of yesterday. But um, yeah, I'll make them quick. So basically, probably the Doctor as well is my Sith because I went there <laughs> at 12 o'clock and basically I was lying on the couch for ages and then another person came in, so we went to treat them. And I was like, I've been here for half an hour and you've given me 10 minutes massage and then left. Um, and then my second Sith is I've probably my landlord because they told me I've got to move out of the house yesterday. You, you have created a Sith sin. Yeah, two Siths are not allowed. I've been told. But the doctor is also a <laughs> your landlord, and, yeah, the, say, the and the landlord, and the landlord. I'll probably move on and find an even better apartment. Oh, that, that's so, the attitude to have, Ryan. Yeah. Okay, uh, my Sith very quickly is Walking Dead season seven. <laughs> Sadly, I've downloaded them. Um, obviously paid Um, and I've been watching them I couldn't stop and I've been going to bed at ridiculous time and having to get up very early so Walking Dead you are my Sith and now it's up to 12 there's four more to go so I have to wait every week now for the next one (laughs) Ah, very Sithish okay it's CJ China Jedi plug time if you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. Okay, so let's get our plugs in, um, stuff we want to promote around the community. I'm going to start talking on the Chinese language scene. So I'm learning my Chinese characters now, as you know, Ryan, and I found a very great app. It's free. Anyone out there that wants to delve into Chinese characters, um, I know it seems quite um, a feat to do with all those thousands and thousands of them there. But as you know, you need to know thousand, don't you, to read 90%. Yeah. So please Google or YouTube the ABCs of Chinese, ABCS of Chinese on YouTube. There's some great free videos. It's targeted at foreigners and where we come from with our mind perspective from the West, how to learn them. And uh, the website is abcsofchinese.com. Please check it out. You can get started today. You go at your own pace. And already I'm writing like an idiot. So um, that's mine, abcsofchinese.com. Free. Yeah, like a big guy. I shall plug a French bakery okay. uh, in the Beishan area in Zhuhai, a French bakery. They um, mm. can send deliveries by Meituan, or you can go and collect the bread. Really nice French-style bread called Papa Romantic. Yeah. Oh yes, it's Ronan's, um, Ronan's place. Ronan's place. Yeah. Yes, doing he a good does, job yeah. there. Does good bread, yummy bread. 
Yeah. What's the name of it called again? Papa Romantic. Because mm. <laughs> Chinese so do French, uh, do French, do <laughs> bread differently here, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so it's sure. not the same. Our foreign bread is. I didn't think you were a bread eater now, Anthony. Did you not so much, no, but now and again. Yeah, I try not to eat too much bread. Right. How's, the, how's your diarrhoea? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ryan? Um, probably go for, um, you know, promote some live music or something. So, yes. you know, we're lucky to have some really good original artists, I think, in this Guangdong area. Um, you know, for China, they released an album uh, last week. We've also got other guys like Dirty Curdy. So take a listen to him and um, Space Folk. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, we'll listen at the end here. We've got a, a, the guys I used to live with. We're going to play one of their songs. Um, and maybe ourselves when we get back on the circuit, hopefully. Well, we're recording now, aren't we? Our recording. Next album. Between Drummers. That's a good name for an album. What's that? Between Drummers. Oh, that's got a good name. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's the name. Second album for the Sunny <laughs> Outsends. Otherwise known as SYS. Um, okay, great. Thank you very much. Let's get back into Guess Who. We've got to remember. Okay then, so I gave you a lot of clues. Are you ready to want an extra clue quickly before yeah, we... sure, yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> here we go. In a 2009 interview, this person claimed that she's from the moon. Yeah, where her grandmother lives. I'm not really in reality. I'm in my own universe and my mind is a million miles somewhere else, she stated. Further explaining why I feel like I come from the moon is because my mother told me I was found somewhere. She believes that when she looks up at the moon, she can often spot her grandmother there, still living in her childhood home. She's got good right. eyesight then. Yeah. Aliens. Um, in 2011, she appeared in the fifth season of the VH1 reality television series Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, which documented her recovery from alcohol addiction. She is openly bisexual. That is all you are getting. Give me your answers, please. I... Can you, I, I think I know, but I've totally forgotten her name. <laughs> I, can, I can picture her face if it's the woman okay. I get from Lost. But so, go. What is it? What rhymes with Enlighten her name? Enlighten us. What yeah, rhymes with her name? <laughs> okay, so her, um, okay, so her first name is uh, rhymes with, um, you know that sport you play the, with Frisbee. the small bats? They're pong, really good at it pong. here. Yes, it rhymes with one of those. Um, and then her second name... Um, reminds uh, reminds me or rhymes with someone when they you know they they pass on to the next life they die yes die. so you've got die and ping I oh, can't give ping, you any more the pong. not the, no, pong. the ping if you say pong you got it wrong it rhymes, with ping. It rhymes with ping ping, ping pong. pong so it's the ping not the pong ping ting have a go then I'm giving you die and I'm giving you ping ting 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 we're going for green vegetables. Ting Because of okay. a sexual preference, I'll go for Ting Bai. I like it, Anthony. Ting okay. Well, I have to say, um, listeners, I hope you did better than um, they did today. <laughs> it's not Ting Tai or... What was yours? Ting Bai. Ting Bai. It's actually, <laughs> drum roll, Bai Ling. Bai Ling. Damn it. Oh, Anthony, yeah. yes, yes. Bai Ling. Okay, okay. so there you go. Bai Ling. It's Interesting extra. story, yeah? About her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Tough upbringing. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's time for um, the last Emperor's Song then, where we always play a bit of original music, which Ryan alluded to earlier. Um, Ryan, a little bit close to your heart, this one. Uh, a group called um, Liemba. Have I got that right? Yeah. Um, from Liemba. Yeah. From Brighton in England, near where, where we're from. Yeah. Um, and this single um, they've just released is called Dust. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's featuring guest vocals from Sweden's finest folk artist, Ellen Everson, and mastered by Tim Rokins. And what's the name of the guys you um, know? Um, yeah, so I used to live with Sai and Damo. We went to university together. Um, then we moved to Brighton. So, um, And then, yeah, those guys had a band originally called The Move-Ons, which they created at university. The Move-Ons or the... Was it The Morons? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, what's The Move-Ons? It's The Move-Ons, yeah. Oh, Christ. And... Um, yeah, so when I went to Brighton, they they created this other one. Damo's just joined, apparently, this, the Liemba band. Um, I think it's Ellen... I'm not sure the pronunciation of her name. Is it Iverson? Or yeah, Ellen Iverson. Iverson, yeah. Okay. It's Swedish enough, isn't but, um, it? So, yeah. Here we go, then. We'll, we'll play that. And um, who would have thought um, that you would have ended up in a band yourself? Uh, yeah. In yeah. China. I never a thunk it. You never would have. On <laughs> the other <laughs> side of the planet. So, the Last Emperor's song, It Is Dust by Lee Ember. This is China Jedi, people.
you for listening to the China Jedi podcast, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.